I'm your host, Dylan Mullins, president of All-American Roof Pros, here with my beautiful mother uh, to talk about her purpose and, and what she's doing, what she's doing, as you guys already know at this point. So um, I'll call you mom through the whole podcast. I'll try not to call you Faith, but how? go ahead and tell folks um, who you are, what you do here, and, and that just fill them in on that kind of stuff. Well, as Dylan already said, I'm Faith Courtney. I'm his mom, and I have been all of his life, fortunately <laughs> for him. <laughs> Um, and I started out with doing finances. It was supposed to be a part-time position, quickly turned into full-time. Um, and so now I've been named the office manager and I have two employees under me and I absolutely love working with my kids every single day and have a passion for this company for obvious reasons. And I just, I love my job. Cool. Yeah. And you know, just so everybody knows this isn't a, uh, go ahead. That's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, just so everybody knows, like, this isn't like the, we're not here to talk about your job, but, um, something interesting that, that mom just shared, like literally I drug her out of her office to do this podcast. Cause I feel like it's one that can be super valuable. And it's a topic that I've actually been, um, really passionate about here lately. And that's the, um, transition from parenthood into non-parenthood, uh, not even non-parenthood because you're still a parent, but um, when your entire identity, identity revolves around being a mother, um, it's a, it definitely is a massive shift and something that I've been passionate about is talking about that. Um, so I want you to share a little bit about what that was like for you. It was rough. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we know that, uh, but what was that? I mean, what did that look like? Like give some insight because maybe there's somebody watching right now that needs that. That's it, either early on in motherhood and they need to do, make that clear separation, right? Because I think that's something you didn't do a good job with, let's be honest. Um, or um, maybe they're at the back end of motherhood or, or raising their kids. And Because the, the crazy part to me is about parenthood, right? What is the end result when it's successful? I don't know. How do you know when it's successful when, I, when your kids are successful? I mean, what do you base that on? Well, they're going to leave. What's the baseline? Oh, well, they left. They're like but they're, they're going to leave, right? So that's like yeah. the end result. So like if we base our entire persona around this thing that is motherhood, fatherhood, parenthood, and we are good at it and we're successful with it, the end result is that they become really good people and they leave. You don't think about the, that, though, when they're young and you're making them your life. Like It wasn't like, oh, I have to think about what I'm going to do in 20 years. And yeah. then all three of you getting married within 18 months, that was super unexpected and not what I, nothing that I planned for your sister getting married. You know, she shouldn't have gotten married before you and... And by all means, she's six and seven years younger than your brother, so that shouldn't have never happened, all three of them getting married within 18 months. So I was, like, lost. Like, I had no – I was a mom. Like, now what am I? Like, I have no idea what I am. I have no idea who I am. Yeah. That was hard. Well, what was – I mean, what kind of emotions – like, what was that I, – I, I know where this is going. I'm not trying to, like – but, like, you lost your purpose, right? Yeah. Like, you lost your why. No, yeah. No, because you guys were my purpose. Yeah. So what do I do? Like I probably would, it's safe to say I was probably in a deep depression, like super, well, I don't want to. <laughs> this is the purpose of the why. It's no. not about business. This no, it's super hard. Like I never thought that coming to work with you guys would make me feel like I have a purpose again. Like I feel like I'm contributing. I was I had, I worked at an elementary school for three hours a day. I wasn't contributing to anything. I mean, those little kids love me and love seeing me and I miss them, but I didn't really, I wasn't really 
contributing to anything. Yeah. I had no purpose. Yeah. I mean, and that's, but that's at the end of the day, like we have to have purpose and fulfillment, right? Like that's what we fail to realize. And like, I don't fault you as a parent, um, for, for pouring into your children. I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, however, like, like I said, that's what I've been talking to a lot with parents or early parents. Like don't surround your entire identity with your kids, take your kids along the journey and raise them well, but also don't lose you. And I did. Yeah. I was going to say, do you feel like you lost you? hundred percent. What, um, I identified as Dylan and Brandon's mom and Lexi's mom. I didn't have an identity aside from that. And I wouldn't change anything by any means. I don't think that I, but I don't know how I would have done it differently. Like, how would you, I don't know what direction I would have taken to make that different and look different. I I think one thing that parents can focus on, this is me from the outside looking in, obviously I don't have any kids yet, but I think one thing parents can focus on is finding a purpose that can encompass their kids and not surrounding their entire world with their kids. You know, I talk about that a lot with, um, marriages and stuff too i see a lot of times where the kids will be create separation and division and it's not a bad thing because kids are an important and they, we need them like y'all have some more kids we need some more freaking employees out in this world but um besides that like you can't and i think a lot of times too and we may get into some other topics with this but a lot of times too um it, it kids can create separation if you're not if your relationship's not well prepared to have a kid right Um, you know, you had me when you were 20 and dad was 20, um, obviously super young. And so like, obviously I know you wouldn't change anything, but that's hard too. So then your identity early in life, that's why I think you don't know what the other path would have been. (laughs) Right. Because like, we don't know who we are until we're in our mid twenties. And I had two kids at 21. Yeah. And Kevin and I had a house and bills and kids and cars and all these things. And I think that was just super, it was too much, too young, too fast. Yeah. And like you said, we didn't even know who we were. So, but we were parents. That's what we became. So that's probably why my identity became that because I was still developing who I was as a person. So. Yeah. And and two, like, I mean, we see it sometimes with people like they'll get the, all their kids will leave and then they'll just go buy a bunch of animals or you, you adopted some cats. They Uh, adopted me. But, you know, people will get even crazier. Like, they'll go get a bird that lives for 50 years and their kids are going to get stuck with or um, horses, farm animals, shit they don't need, right? So you don't want me to do that? No, I prefer if you don't. Um, it's not going to my house. It'll be on the barbecue before it's it's not. But, like, that's, I mean, I guess that's kind of, like, where I wanted to go with this topic, really. Like, when you said that, I'm like, that's exactly what I think people need a message on is parenthood and not completely immersing yourself because you have to be you too because parenthood's gonna end well unless you're a piece of shit parent parenthood's gonna end i mean seriously though like think about it like think of the crap like the first person that comes to your head we're not gonna name any names because that's not where we're here but the first person that comes to your head who's a crappy parent their kids still live at home they're unsuccessful they're unmotivated um you don't think about that though like you feel like 20 years is so far away yeah when you're 20 like you don't, you, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's, and but then I blinked and then it was 20 years. I always said the days are long, but the years are short. Like it was like, where did that time go? Like, I don't even. Well, I heard it described the other day too. Like if you remember when we were kids, time took forever, but that's all we knew. Relatively speaking. Yeah. It was forever to get from one to five. 
five to ten was a little less time because we had now ten years to reflect. So the years were shorter. So the reason I think the years get shorter as you get older is because time's not moving faster. It's moving the same pace, but you have more relativity to when it was. Remember less, too. Well, yeah, and then you remember less or somebody will bring up something. Yeah, so um, I think that, you know, I think you did a great job raising us as kids. I think that this business and, and Lexi's success are good reflections of that. Um, for sure. So I don't think you have anything to worry about, but if you were to do it differently, post this conversation or, um, you know, just reflection you did, because how could, how do you, I know you said you don't know, but in deep reflection, do you feel like there was a way that you could have found and maintained your identity as faith and not just as mom? I, it's such a hard question because I don't know how that would look because then I wouldn't have been able to give everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I didn't, because of my childhood and not having, I never wanted you guys to do that. So, yeah, no, I, I agree. And like, we had a great, like, once again, we had a great childhood. <laughs> like, I don't want anybody to think anything different. Um, thanks to my mother, I'm a, my brother and I are great people readers. Um, she talks about that. My, my, her and my father are no longer together. They both work here, but because they got a divorce when we were younger, um, therefore we, we became really good people readers because the early development, developmental ages for kids are between four and nine. And that's when that happened for us. And that's trauma nonetheless. And, um, although the transition period was actually pretty healthy, um, we still, it's still something we deal with. Right. Um, what would you, if, if you were to give, if you were to be able to time travel back um, to Faith 20 years ago and, and tell her something, what would you say to her and why? I hate these kind of questions because I don't know. Like, I don't try to live in the past because I can't change it. I guess speak to the mother that's early 20s, having a baby, overwhelmed, doesn't know who she is, and she feels like she's just getting by. I think finding something that you enjoy doing, even if it's just a hobby, like, cause I didn't even do a hobby, like your guys' sports was my hobby. Like, I think seriously finding something that you, you're passionate about. Cause I didn't, I wasn't passionate about anything but you guys until I got this job. So I think finding a passion, even it doesn't have to be something that costs money or that you invest your time, but even anything that you're donating time to something, just getting you away from the kids, even if it's but something that you enjoy, not something you feel forced to do, like going to work or anything like that. Because maybe that's where I, because I didn't do anything like that. My passion was your sports and whatever you guys were participating in. So would you agree that like creating clear separation between motherhood and identity? Because they're not, they're not mutually exclusive. No, it's not an easy thing to do either when, if you are passionate about your kids, like how do you figure out what that healthy boundary is or that healthy safe spaces to do that in because i don't i couldn't tell you because i couldn't do it yeah yeah i think it's super important to like i said i've been talking a lot with different people about it because i think it's something i'm super passionate and quite frankly in full transparency i think you are the reason why i i see it that way because i did see that you lost your identity because you were mom well and your relationships with your spouse suffer too because then the kids are coming first, and I think that building that relationship with your spouse is super important. And that's not anything I said. No one would come before me, and I meant that. No one would come before my kid. Not no one. Well, and I think even more than that too, right? 
like, and I'm going to challenge you a little bit, and you don't have to agree with me, but um, would you agree that you kind of have to be happy with yourself? Yes. Anyways, like, because Tori and I talk about this all the time. Like, I can choose for Tori to be a source of my happiness, but she should not be my happiness. No, you can't. You're th- Someone else can't make your happiness. If you're not happy, nothing that they do or say or nothing that you do is going to make you happy. You're going to keep doing different things, changing, moving houses, changing jobs, because you think that's what's making you unhappy when inside you're just not happy with yourself. And if you're not happy, none of those relationships, none of your, nothing is going to be successful. Yeah, and it all hinges on that, right? Like, because if, well, and, and let's go back to the kid topic, right? Like, if you put your kids and you say, they're my happiness, like, they're going to fuck up. Like, kids are assholes, man. Like, they're going to do dumb shit. They're kids. You guys really didn't, though. I feel very fortunate. I don't think that any of you did. And you guys were my happiness, though, so that's kind of going to play devil's advocate. I don't. Yeah, but if you put it into someone else's hands, that's where happiness suffers because technically we did right not not entirely like it was no fault of ours um i I guess you could fault yourself a little bit just because you put your happiness within us and then when we left you lost your happiness right yeah i mean and maybe i'm wrong on the conversation i'm not trying to absolutely right and it could have it might have been a little easier an adjustment period too if you all didn't leave abruptly at one time like if i could have had time to heal from one at a time and all three so i think that yeah but maybe god knew you needed the band-aid ripped off (laughs) and and that was all there is to it right quick yeah yeah i mean instead of dragging it out i mean maybe that's maybe that was better it's not 100 percent ideal but like maybe you would have dreaded it more the last one yeah had we like you know maybe lexi pretty much left at the same time yeah you know um if you can share one piece of advice with anybody, um, you know, we're talking a lot about happiness. We're talking a lot about relationships in this episode. But just anything that you feel passionate about that you think that the world lacks, if you could share that with, with, with uh, anybody, what would you share? So many, so many things come to mind. I don't know. Like, what was the first one? There was one that, that was stuck out. Compassion. I feel like people don't have, they struggle seeing that someone else might be going through something or we judge them based on how they dress or what kind of car they drive or, and you don't know what they've been through to get to that point. Like, so, um, like showing grace. Yeah. And I think that people take advantage of that too. Sometimes if you, I know that I've been a doormat before, but yeah, I, I shared something the other day that said you don't have to be a nice guy to be a good guy. Like you can be a good person. You can give generously and love people. But at the same time, I don't have to be walked on top of to do that. No, because people will. Yeah. If you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. I mean, that's just human nature, I suppose. But Yeah, no, I agree. Um, maybe there's somebody out there that needs to hear. Um, they need some guidance on their life, or maybe they're lost. I know there's probably been a lot of times when you felt lost in your life. Um, maybe it was when you found out you were pregnant with me. Could have been when you and dad were getting a divorce. Um, but in those times, what helped you get you what helped get you through it? Like what was the I don't say the kids because go deeper than that. Unfortunately, that's what I was gonna say. 
I knew I had to make it work. I had to go to work every day. I had to do these things because if I didn't, you guys didn't have things. I mean, obviously your dad and grandma, they were always there to help us out when we were struggling financially or if I needed help with groceries or something. So I had a great support system. So that's probably where you guys also benefited from that because Kevin and I kept a decent relationship and our families kept decent relationships that we always had a great support system. So I don't know, like, I feel like just knowing, I never felt like they're hopeless or anything. I always felt like there was a way out of something and you can only take it one day at a time, one task at a time, one bill at a time, whatever that is. You can't tackle everything at once when you feel overwhelmed. It's compartmentalize it, separate it, and break it down and look at it piece by piece. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, is there? This is your last. Jen's holding up the hand. She's got three minutes. Um, this is your opportunity to share anything that you feel inclined to share. Um, these are your couple minutes, and then I'll wrap it up. So. I don't think that there's a. It's a super bad thing putting you guys first, but I do think that I could have done slightly better at like separating and finding my own identity and all of that. But, because if I didn't have this job, what would I would still be purposeless. I would still have nothing. So I think that this helped, but I think that I should have probably focused a little bit on myself and my self-happiness. Not, I don't think that, I think that there's a fine line of being selfish and happy, but I think that it's doable. I, I don't, I think, once again, those aren't mutually exclusive. You, you can be happy and without being selfish. You know, I think those that give generously are probably some of the happiest people you know. I gave them generously. I, I'm not saying you didn't. You gave your time. You gave your love. Um, there's a lot of things that you gave. So I don't think that don't, and this is probably some trauma shining through, but don't think that you are selfish by wanting to be happy. Um, and, and other thing, don't also never think that this job is the reason you have a purpose. You have a purpose because you chose to have a purpose. Right, we give you the vehicle, you get in the driver's seat. So, and that's for everybody. I'll I'll keep that until I die. But I uh, like being able to help. Like now that you're giving me employees too, I'm trying to help them and teach them, like, and mold them and let them learn from my mistakes. Because I do have. I mean, we all make mistakes. So. Yeah, nobody's perfect for sure. Well, I, I appreciate you for for sharing with our audience. I think this is going to be a really really good episode when it all comes out. I think there's some things in here that you know there's for sure things that people can take away and, and we appreciate you for taking your time away from your desk. I know you're getting ready to go on, uh, was it your fifth vacation this year? I'm just giving you a hard time. Uh, <laughs> but I work on all vacations. You do. And, and this has nothing to do with employment, but, um, I really do appreciate you. I think that this, it was on my heart today to pull you in here because I think somebody needs to hear your message. This is super out of my comfort zone. Well, and then there's that too. So maybe we got a little bit of growth brick chipping away. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but other than that, y'all, as always, if, if y'all would love to get on our podcast, we'd love to have you. Where we sit down and we just talk about life. There's nothing business-related here. And, uh, and, and once again, and as always, we would love to have you on as a guest. So feel free to reach out to myself or my team, and, and we'd love to sit down with you and just chat. But uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. And keep asking yourself, what's your why? Thank you.